After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am Lord Amadeus, uh, the owner of RAWF in the game we all know of as Low and Love is Wrestler Unstoppable. How's everybody doing tonight? Ah, my co-host, he is here. He is the one and only. Give what? No. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome L Vacant. Evening, L Vacant. Hola, señor, ¿cómo está? Don't start with me. Well, I, I was saying hello. I, I, okay, I'll just sit over here. Sorry, sorry. sorry. I, oh, I have never been more upset, pissed off in my entire life, and you're going to find out why in just a few minutes. Uh, but sorry, L Vacant. You need evening. to be going around. Yeah, well... Uh, oh. So, 
Graveyard smashes over all the results are in. I'm going to go down them real quick. Uh, we have Strangleheart beating Wolfie in a Texas Bull Rope match. Damia defeating Demented Fallen Angel in a Cemetery Brawl. Crushing Kelly won a Hell in a Cell against the Goddess of Pain. Beast defeated Chris Cage in the first blood match. Uh, a controversial ending to Paragon of Greatness versus Luke Cage in a Buried Alive match. Uh, the match ended. Luke put him through uh, through a stage into the coffin, but Paragon disappeared. Technically, Luke won the match, but Paragon was not technically buried alive. That one is confusing. We'll talk more about that in a bit. Hotshot Chaz defeated Aaron McFadden to win his cemetery brawl. Uh, IKP went three of five in his trick or treat challenge, uh, defeating Max Palo and Drodge Davis and and Beast, uh, but losing to DFA and Goddess. However, he had some tricks up his sleeve for those three people. Beast, I believe, has to be has to be his uh, personal servant for a week. and off the top of my head, I cannot remember the other two, but we'll get it from IKP himself later in the program. Uncle Frank got his face back, defeating Judgment on a, in the face on a pole match. And after the match, Judge was last seen going into the Brotherhood lo- locker room. So I'm assuming he was congratulating him or trying to get the face back. I don't know idea what the hell that was all about. Uh, Cassie Joe defeated Liam O'Shaughnessy in their Lunatics Ball. Uh, Blaze McCoy defeated the Maestro uh, in the Atlanta Sewer match, so Maestro is gone for another year. Thank goodness. Hatfield and McCoy, the Immortal Griffith, the Immortal Griffith had a great night. I mean, one, two, three, four, four for four in his matches. He defeated Johnny Blaze to retain the Hatfield and McCoy. He defeated IKP to regain the Superstars Championship. He defeated Nightcrawler to retain his White Lightning Championship, and he defeated Dees to retain the Men's Championship. So a huge night for the Immortal Griffith. He now has a whole bandolier of belts over his shoulder. However, uh, I have a feeling he's in the same mood as me after what has been transpired has transpired just here a little while ago. Killer Neptune retaining the Champions Choice Championship against Claymore. Swords and Simistar are still your tag team champions after defeating Hotness. Mark Caliber, your new Powerball champion, defeating Tigress to take that title. Uh, Claymore, still your multimedia championship champion after defeating the original Bully. The Hawkster retained his Triple Crown Championship against Kane and Luke Cage. Uh, Maeve defeated Max Powell to retain her Midnight Hobo Championship. Coogs defeated Dees to win the Fubar City Championship. Was not a good night for Dees uh, at all at Graveyard Smash. Like the Cougar, your new Fubar City Champion. Tigers defeated Cassie Joe to become the new Estrogen Champion. So uh, that was one high point for Tigers. Uh, Paragon of Greatness, still your national champion after defeating Chris Cage. And we have a new Platinum Dragon champion, the Teflon Sheik defeating the Brunette Strangler to win the Platinum Dragon Championship. And then Mithras retained the World Heavyweight Championship against Maeve O'Hare. So, um, anywho, get to that. 
Um, Perry or L vacant. Here are the rankings. You go ahead and read them. These are the final period rankings for um, September, October. Yeah, I mean, you're good. You're sure. Yeah, just, wait, just hold read on. Them. Go do it. Hold on. Here, just let me. Right, good. Here, just have a survey so while I do this. Calm down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. <clears throat> so, oh. as uh, El Bossman said, um, this is the final rankings uh, for 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 the uh, I almost said semester. This is not school. Uh, final rankings for the month. So uh, this is where you stand, and this means whether or not uh, you know you get title shots, or you can challenge for title shots, or if you suck. This is what this means. Okay. So here we go. In 25th place, we have the Domino Warrior. In 24th place, we have the most annoying instrument, but a pretty nice lady, the Mighty Vuvuzela. In 23rd place, we play plus plus. We have 23rd place. Now, in 23rd place, we have Bev. Oh, congratulations to them. In 22nd place, we have the original bully. That's a that's a pretty cocky thing to say. Like before him, there were no bullies. Like he invented bullydom. I mean, really? Like that's that's how you want to be portrayed. I mean, all right. Sorry, I digress. In twenty first place, we have the goddess of fan, which is mama. Okay. In twenty place, twentieth place, we have the most aptly named man in all of the company, the unsettled Chris Cage. Somehow he is still not in jail. I do not understand. But you know, hey, I'm not HR. All right. In nineteenth place. We have Crazy Mama. There you go, Crazy Mama. In 18th place, we have our ultimate gauntlet champion, Luke, the power player, Cage. That's right, in 18th place. In 17th place, we have Scythe. In 16th place, we have the Great Red Dragon. In 15th place, we have, oh, yeah, Hachachacha, Hachacha. That's it, just fun to say. In 14th place, we have, oh, the lollipop girl herself, Moxie. Congratulations, Moxie. In 13th place, we have the current Saturday Night Champion. Wait, gotta go for this. B. In, uh, where was, oh, right, that was 13th. In 12th place, we have Boney. It's not as fun to say anymore. It really isn't. It's kind of dirty now, Boney. In 11th place, we have the multimedia champion, Claymore, the good man, as he likes to be called. In 10th place, we have our current triple crown champion, the Hawkster Bully. In 9th place, we have our Midnight Hobo champion, Hola, mate. Como esta? I talk to you soon, okay? All right. In 8th uh, place, we have uh, Liam O'Shaughnessy. Oh, look at that. Good. In 7th place, we have Crushing Kelly. In 6th place, we have our current estrogen champion, Hola, Dave. Good place. Good for you. All right. In fifth place, we have IKP himself, the Iceman King Parsons. Good for you, sir. In, four, in fourth place, we have our Platinum Dragon Champion, Teflon Sheik. Mm. In third place, we have all oh, clickety-clack. It's a hobo attack. Hobo Ezekiel locking in third place for the, for the um, semester again for the month. Uh, in second place, we have our current world champion, which is Mithris. So good for him. And then in first place, we have our... Oh, wait, hold on. <sighs> Men's White Lightning Hatfield McCoy Superstars champion, the Immortal Griffin. There you go. That is our top 25 for the month of October. But, so, you know, it's bad enough that Sheik won the Platinum Dragon Championship. But on that, on that alone, I wouldn't be near as pissed off. But earlier today... 
and a sneak attack on Lady Vex, a dirty attack on Lady Vex. He broke the Platinum Dragon Championship over her knee, injuring wait, her what? and destroying the belt. Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, he broke the belt. He did. Don't How? Either, 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 either Vex has a very, very has a steel plate in her knee, or he did something to melt to soften it up beforehand. But yeah, it's he busted the Platinum Dragon Championship and Vex, neither of which I'm very happy with. I uh, yeah, I imagine I imagine not. That's that's very disrespectful. I don't. Mm. And trust me, my first instinct, my first instinct upon seeing this was firing him because I'm done. You know, that is the ultimate disrespect, not just to Vex. Not just to me, but to all of our AWF to destroy that belt. But uh, I mean, I, I, I hmm. so 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 the belt is broken, is what you're saying. So there's no more Platinum Dragon belt. So does that mean he's no longer a champion? Oh no! Unfortunately, he's still technically the Platinum Dragon champion. And word has it he's having a new belt made, which is fine. That, that's at his own expense. But if that son of a bitch doesn't look good, doesn't look halfway decent, or has his picture on it, or has it smells like camel piss, you can bet I'm going to have that son of a bitch thrown away. But, yeah, that I, I am. Mm. So... Uh, so, that uh, being said, somebody else. The uh, fact I didn't fire him on the spot, the fact I didn't fire him on the spot is because I want him to suffer. I want the Teflon Sheik to suffer the most painful beating of his entire life. And I don't care if there's multiple beatings, I want him to be beaten and beaten bad. But, but you know. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of volunteers for that. So I'm just going to sit back and watch because I know he is he is now the biggest marked man in all of RAWF. But anywho, speaking, but getting back to the top 25 and the contender matches for tomorrow's superstars. There are some interesting ones, to say the least, El Vacant, including for the Platinum Dragon Championship. So let's run down that list here real quick. Uh, first of all, Superstars Championship will be on the line tomorrow. The Immortal Griff will defend against fellow RAWF Hall of Famer Dev, uh, the Je Renegade, Renegade's own Dev, getting a shot at the Superstars title against Griff tomorrow. Multimedia championship contender match. It'll be the goddess of pain taking on the original bully, the original bully trying for a second attempt at the multimedia championship. Uh, two triple crown championship contender matches. It'll be Luke Cage versus Crazy Mama and Scythe versus the unsettled Chris Cage. Fubar City championship contender match. Hotshot Chaz takes on the Great Red Dragon. Midnight Hobo contender match. Former Midnight Hobo champion Beast to take on Moxie. 
national title contender match. It'll be Black Irish's Liam O'Shaughnessy taking on the Renegade of Boney. And we'll get to the other two in just a few minutes. Because I actually want to bring these people on air so that they can talk about the, the their matches. But <sighs> So I'm trying to keep calm here. Oh, vacant. Thank you for the cerveza that helped a little bit. Uh, After what you just said, I think you might need a couple more. Oh, oh, problem. More than likely. So, at anywho, we know that this man walked out of Graveyard Smash with four titles. We also know he finished number one in this period's rankings, which means he will be fighting for a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship tomorrow on Superstars. He is the one and only. Yoo-hoo. I'll make you famous. and gentlemen, he is your reigning Hatfield McCoy, White Lightning Superstars and Men's Champion. He now is also the num- one of the two number one contenders, if you can even say that, for the World Heavyweight Championship tomorrow. He is the immortal Griffith. Griffith? Hmm. Uh, before we get to any of, any of that, before, I, I have a feeling you want to say something about what I was just talking about. Superstar's belt can fuck itself. My number one title contention match can go fuck itself. I want one thing and one thing only tomorrow. I want the Teflon Sheik in a steel fucking cage, and then I want his fucking head on a platter. You know... Yeah, I, I I can understand that, Griff. I certainly understand that. I wish I could give you a title shot at the Platinum Dragon Championship, but you know I'm I am going so to. serious about that. I'll tell you right here and now. I'll give up my my number one contendership match and give it to Hobo if I get that match.
that worthless gutter snipe dared to sully that belt, the belt that I had made for this company, the belt that is worth more than anything he owns, his homes, his companies, that belt was pure platinum, literally. I don't mean that in some figurative, over-the-top dramatic way. It was made out of platinum. And that <laughs> worthless toe rag wants to disrespect the heart and soul of the R.E.W.F. like this? It was bad enough when he started stepping all over my trademarks, when he started trying to go out there and calling himself things that I have earned. But now he wants to go and destroy that belt? No. No. It does, actually, you know what? It doesn't matter. Whether or not you give me that match tomorrow, I will be getting my hands on him tomorrow. Hold on one second, Tucker. If... Well, I mean... I can't do that. I can't give you let you give up the World Heavyweight Championship match tomorrow. I can't give you a shot at the Platinum Dragon Championship. That would have to be something that Dirty Rat agrees to. And we all know he doesn't have the balls to agree to it. No, he doesn't. But here, how about I make it official? Teflon Sheik, I know you're listening to this somewhere. Consider yourself officially challenged for the Platinum Dragon Championship. Let's see you weasel your way out of it. All right. Well, Sheik hasn't been officially challenged by the Immortal Griffith for the Platinum Dragon Championship. And whether he'll agree to that, I very seriously doubt he will because he is a coward. Uh, but Griff, you mentioned Hobo Ezekiel. He is your opponent tomorrow. Uh, for a shot at the Mithras' World Heavyweight Championship at Black Friday. And I know just from talking to you, that's not high on your mind, but, I mean, anything to say about it? <laughs> As you can tell, I'm in a bit of a state. So, Hobo, <laughs> don't take whatever I do to you tomorrow personally. It's got nothing to do with you. And, of course, Hobo Ezekiel having his own issues right now with, of all people, or a color commentator, Dan the Man Levitan, who actually might give you an advantage because Dan the Man Levitan seems to have a shot collar for Hobo Ezekiel. Uh, I, I kind of authorized that. If he, Hobo got anywhere close to it, he could use the shot collar, but apparently Dan's been using it at his leisure, and that's not a good thing for Hobo. Uh, I may have a talk with Dan about that for tomorrow, but um, it is what it is. We'll have to figure that one out. Uh, Griffith, you're also defending the Superstars Championship against Dev. <laughs> Same message for you, Dev. You picked the wrong night to get in the ring with me. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, if anything else, I know she may get a beat down from the immortal Griffith, whether he likes it or not. We will find out. Uh, not for the title, but. So. No. Just because yes. I'm curious, because I'm a fan, you know. Who is he facing tomorrow? Well, that I don't know. I actually haven't made up the undercard for tomorrow's match, but uh, you know, why? Why Why did you ask? Just, just curiosity. Just wondering who I was going to have to apologize to. Okay. Well, I tell you what. I'll try to get that to you by the end of the show. All right? Appreciated. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm with you on that. Most with definitely with you on that. All right, so that is your world heavyweight contender match. However, we got to talk about Chris. Thank you. Uh, go have some rum and try to calm down, like I'm trying to do. All right. But we do have a Platinum Dragon contender match. The winner will face Teflon Sheik for the Platinum Dragon Championship if he makes it that makes it to Black Friday. And it just happens to be two members of, of the same faction. And uh, one, that being Black Irish. The first is this lady. She just recently came back to RAWF, rocketed up the charts in her first month back. And already, and she gets to have a match for the Platinum Dragon Championship tomorrow contendership. She is the one and only. She is the pagan powerhouse. She is crushing Kelly. Good evening, Kelly. Hey, good evening, Blockman. How you doing? Other than in need of a stiff drink. Oh, we have the races in the in the fridge if you want one. So Kelly, <laughs> like I said, first time first time back, uh just recently coming back, got into the got back into RAWF and you, you, you absolutely killed it. In your first rankings period, making the top five, uh, top what, top seven, top ten, and getting the shot at a at a possible Platinum Dragon Championship match at Black Friday. However, your opponent, the man standing in your way for a shot at that championship, is your your own man here from Black Irish Iceman King Parsons. 
It'll be you versus IKP for a shot at the Platinum Dragon Championship tomorrow. Are you re- prepared to take on IKP? Uh, of course. Fate has us face each other once again. Yep, I've trained with him, wrestled him many times. I think I have a shot. So, Kelly. I know I have a shot. You've been listening. You saw, I'm sure you saw what she did to the Platinum Dragon Championship. Tell me. If you do beat IKP and face Sheik for the Platinum Dragon Championship, how much pain is he going to be in when it's all said and done? I really need to hear this. <laughs> Let's just say I learned my lesson in pa- my past time in RAWF when I ax- when I do or did damage to a certain title and got punished for it. So... I'm going to, let's just say, bring out my full wolf and witch strength on the Teflon Sheik if I get my hands on him. You know I'd completely forgotten about that. You did do something back in the day, damaging an R.A.W.F. title. Remind me, because remind me exactly what happened. Let's just say... (laughs) Um, I and it, there was a match where Countess Race Knock actually won, where I ended up having to carry around. I, it may have been the Platinum Dragon title. I don't know which one, but yeah, I had to be um, be the uh, holder of the title while he's. Do, um, being on air or whatever, part of the stipulations for the match. And I was so pissed off at him that at a radio show, I used I brought out my wolf claws and scratched the title and got Doc points in the rankings for it after I profusely apologized for my actions. So I know better than to damage a prestigious title from here on out. I had completely forgotten about that until you mentioned it. Yes, it seems like the Platinum Dragon Championship uh, has seen uh, has seen its share of uh, woes in the past uh, with you and now the Teflon Sheik. Hmm. But, anywho, yours is in the past. Not worried about that. But this is kind of a bit of a redemption if you beat IKP and go after Sheik's Platinum, Sheik's Platinum Dragon Championship. It kind of comes full circle for you. So I'm kind of interested to see what would happen if the Teflon Sheik has to face the Pagan Powerhouse. But before, she, before you can do that, Kelly, you do have to face this man first. He is... I'll act Black Iris's own. Hey, hey, hey. They say I'm cocky, and I say, what? They bragging, motherfucker, rip your back, get up. 
from the outskirts of Detroit, Rock City, A-shirts, Cadillacs, big titties, skinny models. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the Iceman King Parsons, IKP. Good evening. Hola, señor. Hey there, boss man. How you doing, vacant? So, IKP, before we get to what I was just talking with Kelly about, first thing, a couple things we got to discuss. You were victorious in three of your five trick-or-treat uh, matches, one against Beast, uh, the other against Dev, and the other against Max Palo. So why don't you let us in on what their tricks were? Oh, yeah, with pleasure. Um, so uh, Dev has to drop a dirty limerick about themselves on the feed every day for seven days. And this is day six. And I don't know if everybody's been out there looking at those, but they're absolutely hilarious. So they've got <laughs> one today, one tomorrow. But they're actually pretty damn good. So, uh, so Dev, hats off to you for being a good sport. Um, Max Palo ended up having to pledge Black Irish for a month. So, uh, so he, you know, gets to, you know, clean the bar and carry bags and whatever else that, you know, people in Black Irish decide to do to him. Um, and then Beast has to be my personal valet for the month of November. Um, not very happy. He's not very happy about it, but, you know, he's just got to carry my bags and, and do my ring intros um, for superstars for the month of November. So, uh, so yeah, so those were the three tricks. Well, he right. did not have a good pay-per-view. He's like, he's like the anti-Griff. Uh, the anti-griff. Maybe he needs to put that maybe on his on his resume. Uh, for a while, the anti-griff. But IKP, uh, all was not all was not rosy for you at Graveyard Smash, uh, losing the Superstars Championship to the Immortal Griffith. Any quick comments about that? Um, no, not really. You guys can just start calling me the Tommy Rich of RAWF. I held the title for a week. <laughs> but you know, like I've said before, every loss is a learning experience, and I'll be back for that title, among others. So you know, it's, it's okay. I mean, the thing is, I don't think he expected me to step up and say, "Well, yeah, if you're going to challenge me, I'm going to fight you for it," because I was going to be a fighting champion. Any belt I have, I'm a fighting champion. So you know, just you know, wasn't my night. All right. Well, now let's get down to business about the Platinum Dragon Championship. First of all, facing Crushing Kelly for a shot at the Platinum Dragon Championship. Your thoughts on going up against your fellow Black Irish and close personal friend, Crushing Kelly? Well, like she said, we trained together. We, we've wrestled each other before. We swap wins. We swap losses. You know, it's going to be a good match. Um, and she and I both never shy away from bringing a hundred percent when we're in the ring with each other. So it'll be a good, um, well, it'll be a good, uh, good match. However, she said her piece about nonstick and now I am. So ten and M's too good. Ten and M, that's too good for him. Beating him within an inch of his life. That's too good for him. 
this is somebody that if I win that contender match and I go into the title match with with nonstick, I have one thing on my mind, and that is to hurt him to the point that he's just going to have to quit. Because he can't run from me like he has the last two times we faced each other where, one, he I gouged me and got DQ'd, and the other one, he just did a count. He just walked out of the match and got a count out because both times he knew that I was about to pin him and he didn't want to lose clean. So, of course, he bailed. I'll be surprised if he would bail in, a, in the Platinum Dragon Championship match. And if that's the case, then, um, yeah, he's in for a world hurt. I certainly hope so, IKP. Whichever one of you wins, whether it be you, you or you, Kelly, either one. And if he doesn't, ha- if he still has that platinum dragon, is still able to wrestle and walk by the time Black Friday rolls around. I'm expecting a beatdown of of immense proportions from either of you. Just saying. Agreed. May I may I interject? Yes. I understand where IKP is coming from. And by the way, we're not friends. We're way beyond friends. First, just so you know. But as far as pain and suffering, I am more than ready to inflict such pain and suffering on the Teflon cheek because I'm not just a witch. I'm a wolf. And IKP knows for a fact about my fangs and about my claws. So I can draw blood at any time I choose. IKP, would you agree or disagree with that statement? No, I would agree. I mean, look at what the hell that happened in the Hell in a Cell match with Goddess. That had to be one of the bloodiest matches that we've seen in months. So, yeah, she's not afraid to do that stuff. So I I feel bad for for Sheik any way we go. Excuse me. I don't even want to use Sheik. He's nonstick to me. He always has been. He always will be. I'll never call him the Platinum Sheik, the Teflon. Never. He's, He's nonstick. Let me let me just correct that. All right. Well, you two, good luck to both of you tomorrow in your Platinum Dragon contender match. IKP, anything else you wanted to uh, talk about? Well, yeah, you know, I was thinking about this, and, and you know, judge, judge, there's something going on here. So, you know, Uncle Frank beats him, gets his face back, and then I'm in a match with Judge, you know, and – you know, I just I just beat him from pillar to post. This was not the judge that, you know, I'd never faced him before, and I went into this match thinking, hey, this is Mr. R.E.W.F. You know, this is going to be, you know, a tough match, and it just it just wasn't, you know. So, you know, I'm thinking judge might need to get a jump start again and get a little fire back. So, you know, judge, why don't you – if you can find a partner, if you can find a tag team partner – that'll actually agree to tag with you. I'll pick one member from Black Irish, and let's have a tag team match tomorrow at Superstars. 
Well, I, you know, I, I don't know if anyone would actually, I mean, ta- tag with the man, but you know. <laughs> Judgment joining us, Judge. Good morning, evening, Sam and Mr. L. Bacon. So, oh, yeah, you, 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 you beat me from pillar to post. If I give you that, I give you, I give you that. And then, you know, the judge, judges change. Judge, uh, judge isn't going to be the ruthless, egotistical. I'm, I'm going I'm to start following the rules here now. We, we, it's time for time, time for a change. And you say I couldn't find a tag partner, man. Do you know? Do you know who I am? Matter of fact, I I I, uh, I got just a person, just a perfect person that I can tag with. So if you really want to fight me and leaving me a chance to pick someone to be my tag partner for tomorrow on Superstars, you're on. And Amadeus, my tag partner, is going to be Uncle Frank. Yeah. What? Wait a minute. You just... <laughs> what? How does... That's right. Uncle Frank and myself. Uh, but you just... Be, I... But face and I... I feel like I missed a chapter somewhere. Was I? Well, there's, 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 there's no chapter missed. There's no chapter missed. It's a new day. It's a new dawn. It's a new attitude. So, Mr. IKP, Iceman King, Paranaria, where we are, you get ready. Because the judge is heading the match just now. The judge is long gone. Now you got a new one to deal with. It seems like I'm rather dashing this evening, Sir Amadeus. I mean, very, very dashing in your outfits this evening. And El, El Nacho Taco Grande Bell over there, he's looking rather spiffy himself in his little outfit. You know I have a name. El Taco Grande... Come on, you're El Taco Grande Bell. Yeah, him. And I'm, then, of I'm, course, Amadeus, I would deal with you. I, I got a little something else to deal with you later on this evening about. We'll, we'll, get, we'll talk about that later on this evening. Okay. But yeah, any, anything else? Anything else you want to say, Amadeus? Which it's, it's, it's okay. Go ahead. 
Well, IKP, I, I'm assuming I'm assuming you have a tag partner tomorrow, and it's going to be Kelly, or was it was it somebody else from Black Irish? Oh, we'll 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 do it the we'll we'll do it the uh, <clears throat> Freebird rules, and we'll pretty much just paper rock scissors for it before the match starts. <laughs> so it'll be it'll be Scythe or Liam or Kelly or Maze. We'll 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 decide before the match starts. One of them, no. Yeah, be one of them. Okay. Excellent. All right. Well. <laughs> Pity. And I'm still. I'm. I'm curious. I. I have to know what the hell's going on with you, Judge. But at the same time, I'm. Scared, uh, nothing's so. going on. It's. 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 It is what it is, Frank. Uh, he's got his face back, and he. Uh, he gave me one hell of a match, and it was it was it was an electrifying experience. Let's just say that. All righty. Now, let's get on with that, and I'll be back to deal with you later on about something else. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Mr. RWF Judgment IKP. Good luck to you tomorrow, Kelly. Good luck to you tomorrow, and. uh that speaking of that, Kelly, uh, this just in, the first official match for Black Friday has been signed, and you laid out a challenge for a Thanksgiving day, Thanksgiving bash, if you will. Uh, you called out the one and only Moxie, and apparently she has accepted that challenge. So explain to me what a Thanksgiving Day bash entails, and uh, why Moxie? Well. First off, she inserted herself in my last call-out scene when I called out to people for Hell in a Cell. She called herself the Clown Queen of Hell. And I haven't forgotten that. So, I made out an open challenge to her. I put out my call-out scene in the chat, if y'all can see. It's a hardcore match. No DQ, no countouts, weapons surrounding the ring, and maybe some tasty Thanksgiving treats at ringside as well that can be used as a weapon. Hmm. Sounds delicious. I mean, sounds interesting. Um, She had the nerve to uh, in, um, respond in the, ch- in the scene and even had the nerve to call me R-A-W-F's Pagan Fruitcake. Well, I'm, I believe I'm more delightful than a fruitcake, but I'm a hell of a lot tougher than she knows, than she'll ever know. I've been around here long enough where I'm no rookie in this business in R-A-W-F or wrestling hardcore. So I'll just have the pleasure of breaking her in half and making a wish, if you know what I mean. That sounds dirty. It does. But I will now be paying more attention to that match. That should be a very interesting Thanksgiving bash. At Black Friday, Crushing Kelly, 
taking on Moxie. All right. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, IKP. <clears throat> Good luck to you both tomorrow. Ah. Thanks. Well, uh, L vacant. So we've already heard from Griff. We've heard from IKP. We've heard from Kelly about who, uh, you know, they all want a piece of the Sheik, obviously, for after what he did. But uh, I promised I'd let Griff know. And Griff, are you still here? Can you run up here real quick? And I'm gonna, I was going to let you know who, who Sheik is. Random draw, of course. Mm-hmm. Would you like to Would you like to know who Sheik's opponent tomorrow is? Yeah, that would be, um, glorious. That'd be glorious. Yes, here it is. Well, ladies and gentlemen, here he is. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance in the hourglass of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is mine. From the bread to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm a turtle. I'm the reason that this day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I ain't never give my shit on it. Bitches better recognize the damn motherfucker on the block. And I'm baptizing blood of the fallen. Keep it cheap. Ladies and gentlemen, your reigning national champion and Teflon Sheik's opponent tomorrow on Superstars. He is the Paragon of Greatness. Good evening, Paragon. Lord Amadeus, I'll tell you right now, the moment that you asked Griffith to walk up to the to the microphone because you were going to announce who Teflon Sheik's opponent was this week, I stood up from my chair and I started heading into the room because I knew, I knew there was only one theme song that could play next. It had to be Paragon of Greatness. I mean, what the Teflon Sheik has done, as you have pointed out numerous times, is beyond the pale. And this isn't an insult to Lady Vex. It isn't just an insult to you or to Griff or to me or to anyone who's held that championship, anyone who will hold the championship in the future. It was an insult to all of RAWF and its entire universe. And I cannot imagine not getting to get my pound of flesh from this man. I mean, it's definitely, you know, I'm glad to hear that you are also on board the Get Chic campaign, uh, Beat His Ass campaign. But Griff, uh, you said you wanted to know to apologize to that person in advance. Do you want to apologize to Paragon? Mm. <laughs> that changes things a little. Just do me a favor and leave enough left that for when, you, when I come down after you're done, I still get to enjoy myself. You know what, Griff? There's going to be plenty of chic to go around because he's put himself into a situation that he is not going to find enjoying enjoyment in. And I'll tell you what. Usually I wouldn't say this kind of thing about a rankings match. But if 
that rage in the back of your mind sets off and there happens to be a, a disqualification or something in this matchup, I'll understand. Good. Good to know. <laughs> mm. Just the gall of this pusillanimous gutter snipe. Just... Mm. Ah, right there with you. So it will be the Paragon of Greatness facing the Teflon. She, she, Paragon gets his first, gets the first opportunity at the, uh, beating the Teflon Sheik into a pulp. And uh, sounds like Griff is going to c- clean up whatever's left uh, on his boots. So Sheik, you done did it this time, my friend. You've done a lot of shitty things in R.A.W.F. since you've been in here. This is far beyond anything and you know, again, it's not just the belt, also what you did to Vex. Uh, it was one of the most cowardice things I have ever seen in my entire life. You are going to pay one way or another. All right, Paragon, with that being said, um, two more things to talk about with you about. You are still national champion. Tomorrow on Superstars, two people facing off. For a shot at the national title at Black Friday, it is Black Irish's Liam O'Shaughnessy taking on Boney of the Renegades. Do you have a do you have a prediction slash preference slash uh, you know we um pre- yeah prediction on this match tomorrow? Well, let me tell you something about this business. Uh, you know there are there are people who are consistently good. And there are people who maybe have have skids of greatness and then go into obscurity. And generally, on any given night, you can you can gauge where the floor for your opponent will be. You you fought a lot of the people countless times. You know, over years and years, you you get you get familiar with a roster once you're working with these people. And you can ex- you can know what to expect on their worst day, but what you can't account for is what they're going to bring to you on their best day. I feel as though Boney is the opponent that, on paper, I would probably have a bit more of a struggle with on a day-to-day basis. However. Black Irish has been absolute fire for a while now, and they are all performing at their peak at the same time. It's a marvel to behold, and I am actually excited about the prospect of potentially facing Liam in a match and seeing what the ceiling for this guy could be. All right, and so, I mean, and that's a good prediction. Liam has definitely made a mark here in RAWF uh, since joining a couple months ago, and of course, uh, the weekly poem, uh, the week week weekly po- poetry session by the Brick City Bard has always has been very entertaining. Uh, we know he's a great poet. We will find out if he has the has a, has what it takes to possibly be the next national champion tomorrow when he takes on Boney. All right, so still 
couple other things. First of all, the Buried Alive match at Graveyard Smash. It kind of ended in controversy when you didn't actually get buried alive, just thrown through a through a through a stage and then disappeared, uh, which led Luke Cage to, while technically getting the win, he does not feel satisfied. He feels like there needs to be a third match. What happened at Graveyard Smash, and do you agree with his wanting a third match? It's a very strange situation. I, I wouldn't expect anything less from this Buried Alive match. We've had a awfully strange trip to get to where we were at Graveyard Smash. And then the match itself, I mean, not only was it a brutally contested match, but it's, you know, we were just speaking about my, the potential I could face Liam O'Shaughnessy for the national championship. Talk about some poetry. Graveyard Smash the rematch because we were not happy with a controversial finish at superstars. And then something like this happens. You see, as you know, in a general buried alive match at the top of the stage, we have a dugout hole for the grave. Someone is supposed to be thrown inside. They're supposed to be covered in dirt, ring the bell into the match. However, as Luke Cage picked me up for a crucifix powerbomb, throwing me directly into the grave plot. This could have been the moment that Luke Cage walked away. This could have been the moment that I valiantly fought out of the grave hole. We didn't get to find out because the stage supporting the entire apparatus falls through on me. It breaks. I fall to the ground. I plummet through the stage. Now, I know what you're thinking. That sounds pretty gruesome. Maybe, you know, maybe that could have been the end. And you're absolutely right. It could have been the end. I don't know how long I was out. I don't know how long my recovery time was. But I want to say this. We look earlier into the match. Luke Cage throws me off the side of the stage. A similar fall from a similar distance. I return to the match in short order. I don't, I can't possibly articulate the emotions and the feelings that would go through your head in a situation like this. As I'm plummeting through this stage, I don't know if this, this could be my last match for all I know. I just hear a loud crack and just the stage falling in on me. And then I'm laying on the ground. I'm breathing open air all around me, clearly, unburied, below the stage, just just on the other side of the curtain by gorilla position. And I hear the bell ring. You know, I I hear and, and I'm not gonna blame the referee for this situation at all. He could not find me, he could not see me. The last place he saw was me falling into that hole and he calls for the bell for safety reasons. And that's what they're trained to do. Uh, You know, applaud your staff. He did the right thing. But the problem is it's a two-step process. You be thrown into the hole, you be buried alive. The, The process was not completed. And I think that while I would never complain about it, I wouldn't begrudge the entire situation. There was some controversy to be had. And I think that Luke, more than myself, summed it up with his reaction 
as the bell rang, he didn't want to celebrate. He just wanted to get out of there, find out what happened, see if this match should continue. Of course, that's not how it works at a pay-per-view. We can't just restart the match after they find where Paragon of Greatness is at. You know that. So the match was called, and I, you know, I feel as though there probably should be at this point a third match, and that's why uh, earlier this week I issued a challenge to Luke Cage in an Iron Man match, a match that would require multiple pinfalls so that we can avoid any sort of situation where we have, uh, you know, potential controversial endings, and inside of a steel cage, avoiding any level of interference or shenanigans. It's two people in a match that cannot possibly be corrupted. Third time is the charm. Luke Cage, Paragon of Greatness, no disrespect, nothing but honor on the line. That's the way that I'm feeling about the situation. All right. Well, with that being all that being said, the situation with Luke Cage was standing. There's still one other item you have yet to resolve. Uh, still one other person you have yet to uh, resolve a situation with, that being Claymore. As, of course, we know a couple months ago he hired IKP, paid for IKP to attack you from behind. And that situation has not had an opportunity to resolve itself. Where do we stand on there? Well, did you did you happen to catch the finish of the Champions Choice title match by um, any chance? I... Yeah, I'll, I'll elaborate. I, I will I'll, I'll elaborate because I, I'm sure you did. Of course you have, but uh, you know you would of course like my words, not your words, to describe this situation. As Killa Neptune was closing in on a victory, as as you would would expect. Claymore took it into his own hands to demonstrate just what a good man he isn't. As he continuously hit cheap shots until the low blow got him disqualified from the match, and then he proceeded to savagely destroy my brother. And while he will tell you that this is a a story about him trying to help R.A.W.F. from a corrupt champion rigging the system. That's, that's phony, and we all know it. What this was was Claymore sending a message to me through my brother. He challenged me for the national championship. I rejected his challenge because I was not going to reward his behavior. So instead of going away, he tried to circumvent the system by getting my attention through my family. And that is not what a good man does. Claymore, I have not forgotten about him, and I will not lose the focus that I have going forward. He's trying to shake me off my game. He's trying to break my resolve. And I'll tell you, I've I've had this Luke situation boiling up for the last couple of weeks. I've had some business that I've had to deal with, but Claymore, he wanted my attention, and he's got it. So I'll tell you right now, I've, I've got this chic situation tomorrow. I'm trying to wrap things up with Luke. The moment that this Luke situation is wrapped up, I 
am going straight for Claymore. The second the bell rings, when I am finished with Luke Cage, whenever that may be, the second. I'm not talking about the next day. I'm not talking about a scene or a press release later on. I'm telling you, the moment that match ends, win or lose, rain or shine, I may not even be able to walk after this match with Luke, and I'm still getting a microphone, and I am calling out Claymore because I'm not done, and I know that he's not done after this last pay-per-view. Trust me. Something's coming, Claymore. All right. One last thing to touch base with you on, um, Paragon. Um, what's with Uncle? What's with Uncle Frank teaming with Judge tomorrow? Can you can you can you enlighten us on that situation? Because Judge is not forthcoming. Well, normally I would say that I shouldn't speak for somebody else. But this is Uncle Frank we're talking about here, so I, I guess it's kind of appropriate. Listen, going into the series of matches that Uncle Frank had had with Judgment, it started off heated, and then it got worse when a uh, familiar face from the past made his presence known. And that is, of course, the original handler of Uncle Frank, if you remember back when he debuted in R.A.W.F., Daryl White. Uh, this, you know, the, the term snake oil salesman doesn't do justice to just the kind of slimy, evil creature he is. Almost, almost a cult-like leader, and it took a lot to break Uncle Frank free from this man's spell. And we thought that we had gotten rid of him forever, and then he reappeared, helping Judgment recover the face from Uncle Frank all that time back. And then we see it this this face on a pole match. And believe me, I, I still it, it, it seems weird to me saying face on a pole match. And I wish that was the weirdest part of the match. But this guy, he comes out and he's clearly got some sort of hold on Judgment. He's brought what appears to be a voodoo doll out. I didn't even know this was something he was capable of. And judgment is clearly thrown off and not himself in the presence of Daryl White. Uh, Uncle Frank very much remembers what it took to break the curse of Daryl White to get over him. Uh, Of course, the Brotherhood, we remember that it didn't just end with getting Daryl White physically away from Uncle Frank. There's a mental toll that this man takes on the mind of his victims. And if you don't have the right support system and people around you to be able to support you and help you through the recovery process, it could all be lost. And we, we remember that. And, you know, there's, there's a long history. I, of course, I'm on record saying judgment is a friend of mine. But, of course, there is a long history of judgment antagonizing the Brotherhood. I certainly wouldn't call him somebody who is particularly close to the Brotherhood, but we understand the plight that he must be going through at this moment, and at least for the time being, while while he is seeing himself through the recovery, uh, you know, 
the, the Brotherhood's going to be there for, for judgment. We're going to have his back, and you can consider judgment, you know, under under the protection of the Opaque Brotherhood while he goes through his recovery. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the paragon of greatness. Tomorrow he takes on the Teflon Sheik paragon. Give him hell, and I mean that. Oh, trust me, I am ready for it. All right. Thank you, Paragon. Next up, RAWF Hall of Famer challenging the Immortal Griffith tomorrow for the Superstars Championship. They are the one and only. Like a last, I'm spilling these rats long as you fill them to the day that I drop. You'll never say that I'm not killing them. Because when I am not, then I'm going to stop killing them. And I am not hip hop. And I'm just not Eminem. Subliminal thoughts when I'm going to stop spinning them. Women are caught in web, spin them in hawk, spin them, adrenaline shots. The penicillin could not get the hell in the stock. A mock the ceiling's just not really enough. The criminal cop killing hip hop, filling them. Minimal swap the cop. Millions of box listeners. Please welcome Dev back to the program. Good evening, Dev. Hey, good evening, LA. How's it going? <laughs> ah, going good. Going good. Well, better now. I'm I'm calming down. I've had like four of these cervezas. Uh, how many you got? You got more cervezas. of this? Oh, vacant. We got the whole mini fridge full. We're good. And I can always oh. call the nephews, have them bring up more. Oh. Cervezas cure everything. Well. At least right until 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 tomorrow morning when I wake up hungover and pissed off. So having a no. cure for that. <laughs> oh God, no! But Dev, tomorrow a big opportunity facing the Immortal Griffith for the Superstars Championship. Been a while since we've seen some gold around your waist. What can we expect tomorrow against Griffith? Well, I'm just happy that he's kind of pushing things aside and he's focusing on um, Teflon and everything else and let him be pissed off because um, if he remembers earlier in the in the day, I just uh, absolutely annihilated him in another corporation for a title. Let him keep that in mind. No, I'm sure. I'm sure that Griff doesn't forget things like that. So I have a feeling that will be on his mind, and so we will we will Perfect keep that match. in mind as well. Should be a should be a good match when you face the Immortal Griffith tomorrow for the Superstars Championship. Uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the Renegades in RAWF. Uh, we know Mithras, of course, World Heavyweight Champion, has been for a long time. Uh, so he's been on t- Renegade's been on top of RAWF for a while. Let's talk about some of the others. Uh, Boney all of a sudden has been making a huge charge. We haven't I haven't seen Boney looking as good uh, as he has in recent weeks. 
what can you what can you tell me about Boney's all of a sudden surgeons up the charts here in RNWF? Um, as you know, being part of that family, the family does kind of push each other, uh, raise each other up, uh, help each other. Um, we're just pushing each other to make each other better, and, and all of a sudden you're going to start seeing renegades up and down that 25. Indeed, I mean, but Boney, you know, we 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 have never seen him this high. This was his best rankings period ever, and of course, tomorrow a possible possible national championship shot if he can beat Liam O'Shaughnessy. Let's talk about Tigress and how she's been doing as a rate, late. Of course, she was one half the tag champions for quite a while, but she, in singles competition, she was Powerball champion. She's currently Estrogen champion. Uh, tell me about your. What your thoughts on Tiggs and how she's been doing here in RAWF? Uh, she stepped away from USL for a while to concentrate almost solely on RAWF, um, and it's showing. Yeah, she I mean, can it certainly focus is. Everything just on, if she can focus everything on one spot, she's showing what she could do. And you know that is that is huge. That can be huge when you when you focus things on on RAWF. No doubt about it. Uh, Dees Dees is as you know he did not have a great graveyard smash, losing the Fubarsi Championship, unable to unseat Griff of the Men's Championship. How's he taking? Uh, how's he taking the graveyard smash? Is he is he determined to come back stronger than ever, or is he a little down? Um. He took some personal time away from from uh, from a couple of us for a little while just to clear his head. So I think he was a little pissed off. I think he is clear-headed and motivated now. Um, I expect big things from him. Now, I can conf- I, I I have to. I, there are rumors that there may be one or two new renegades. Can you confirm or deny this? There could be. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna well, leave it at that. We'll go with that. There could be. I I just I heard a little birdie told me, but anyways. All right. Uh, with hey, that uh, thoughts, man, aren't aren't you one? Wouldn't you already know? Maybe. Well, are you asking me or are you asking LA? He's asking. He's asking me. And so I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> not. I was waiting to see if he's you would. <laughs> If you would confirm or deny it, because I can't do that. Uh, at anywho, Dev. Oh, I see. You, you 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 learned from Dan's mistake the other week. Exactly. Oh, I got you. Okay. Uh, so with that being said, Dev, any last words for the Immortal Griffith before your big match tomorrow? I just hope he's uh, not losing focus on all the matches he's got. Yeah, he does could, have a full could point. End up, yeah, snake and, you could, yeah, it could end up uh, – Coming back to bite him in the ass. All right. We will find out tomorrow on Superstars. Thank you for joining us, Dev. And uh, good My luck. Pleasure. Thank you. All right. Well, then. Whew. I'll make it. What kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. Is this a brand name I surveyed? Because this is, I, I normally don't like beer. and But this is really, really good. I'm just saying. I'm starting. Starting to feel it a little bit. Oh no, it's 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 it's, red, it's redneck label beer. Yeah, it's, it's, we have exclusive contract with him. 
Uh, oh, that's basically the lager. It, this is this is R eight. I would sh- I should know this because I've drank plenty of his beer before. But this is. Did you do okay? Hmm. Well, he does. We do get custom bottles for the trucks, so they don't look like the same. Oh, the okay. Same. That would explain it. Hmm. Uh, Judge, Judge, you said you wanted. You had something okay, you, wanted you know, to... you know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Right, there's, there's something I got to talk to you about. Okay. All right. This thing that you said last week about the. I was fired from the parade. Oh, oh we're going to go. Judge, look. Listen, 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 listen. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say, say what you're going to say. Say what you're going to say. We've, we, we've done, this for, they've done this whole thing for years where I let you uh, take care of the RAWF float in the Macy's Day Thanksgiving parade every year. And, you know, every year it ends up being, you know, a little silly. It's been fun at times, but it's also been uh, really aggravating. Tonight, this year, especially especially considering everything that's happened in this year of 2020, I thought I would bring in a professional team to create the RAW float just for this year. Uh, and, you know, I really think as, as, mu- as much as we've all enjoyed your floats, I, I just don't think this is the year to put that out there. Wait, 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 wait. This is the perfect year to put it out there. Um, judge, I've already hired – Okay, and why okay is that? listen, just listen to me. Just, let's, let's, do this. let's do this. You got your little professional team. Woo, 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 woo. I'm going to make a float. I'm, I'm going to design a float, and I'm going to let you see it. And you're going to – and if you tell me if it's not good enough, then I'll, I'll move on. I don't want to do a float no more for RAWF. Be my last float days. Wait a minute. So you're saying if I let you do it this year and I don't like it, you'll 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 give it up. I I won't have to. I'll I, give it I, up. I'll, I'll give it up. <sighs> see last uh, see see the, see the 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 last few years, it wasn't exactly me. If you think about it, you know that Raven helped me that one year, and you know well, we all know what she was. She was a drinking a lot. You know, she got a drinking problem. And then Griffith tried to help me put a he put a few steps in once one time. He, he was like, Do this, do that, you know, and it was a little I kinda he was a little you know, anyway. And then you had um then you had Pebs Pebs tried to come help me and well, you know, he couldn't see over the, the, the steps still how long enough. So I mean, it, it wasn't me. It was the other people that came to help me that messed it up. So this year I'm going to do it on my own, all by myself. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you're going to like it, trust me. How do you think? I tell you what. I tell you what, Judge. I'll think about it. I can't. I'm not. I, I'll think about it. Okay. Well, okay. Well, when you think about it, you got a week. I'll think about it. All right. I'll think about it and get back to you next week. I'll give you an answer next week. Okay. Okay. But mm. now, okay. But I'm gonna think. Okay. Just look at it. Re- remember last year's amazing pickle mobile. That was that was that was genius. I mean, it was it was funny. I, I'm not. I, you know. I just I just think this year and we if don't. Ask need... anybody up and down. You ask anybody up and down the boulevard. What do you remember about last year's parade? They're going to say the Picklemobile from R.A.W.F. Mm-hmm. 
They don't remember Santa Claus coming flying down the runway. Like I said, Judge, I'll think about it, I promise. Okay? <laughs> I'll, give okay. You, I'll, I'll, I'll think, give me a week to think about it. I, can, I still have time to tell the crew not to build the float. Just, just you're all right. It's all good. We'll think about it. I'll think about it. Okay. All anyway, right. Howard, cause you know I do a job. I'm doing a good job. All right. Yeah. I'm doing a yeah. job. All right. Let's. I'm gonna let all you right. down. Not never let you down. No, never, ever, never. <laughs> That's all. all I can right. go back to. The, I can go back to the brotherhood locker room. Okay. You do that. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Next up, she is the reigning Midnight Hobo champion. Uh, she retained the title at Graveyard Smash. Yes, yet also uh, was unable to wrest the World Heavyweight Title from Mithras. Let's talk to the one and only. Irish's own Maeve O'Hare. Maeve, good evening. Good evening, Wolfman. Good evening, Bacon. Oh, hola. Como esta? Como si, como sa. You're going to do what on the seesaw? I'm all right. All right. So, Maeve... Uh, congratulations on still being Midnight Hobo champion. A a pretty a good beatdown of Max Palo at Graveyard Smash. However, as we know, unable to wrest the World Heavyweight Championship away from Mithras. But it was a very very exciting match. It may you, you definitely I think definitely this third match was the closest we've ever seen to you winning the World Heavyweight Championship from him. Would you agree or disagree? I mean, I, I definitely agree, but as we all know, close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. I don't think he, no hand grenades are illegal in RAWF. Horseshoes not so. Horse much horseshoes. I probably don't mind as much if the referee doesn't see them, but you know, hand grenades tends to cause a mess. Just saying. There's usually casualties and. Lawsuits and, but well, maybe well, I mean, would I do that to you? No, nah, I know you wouldn't. You are the, probably one of the last people I would think would do that to me. Uh, you, you are definitely one of the last people I would consider that. But 
So, with that being said, Maeve, tomorrow on Superstars, two people vying for a shot at your Midnight Hobo Championship at Black Friday. It will be Beast and Moxie. So, do you have a prediction slash preference slash analysis of tomorrow's Midnight Hobo Contender match? I mean, I think if they're both taking it seriously, it's going to be a close match there. They're both tough when they want to be. Um, prediction, uh, too close to say. Preference, I mean, I could be mean and say I'd prefer Beast because I know I can beat him. Indeed, but, you did. You beat him for that tight championship, if I'm recalling correctly, correct? I, I, I beat him for lots of things, lad. Um, but no, I'm given a choice between the two. I, I honestly think I might like to see Moxie, just because it'll be something a little different. Haven't faced her in a while, and I, from what I remember, she's quite tough. So, indeed, indeed, should be a good, should be a good match either way, no matter whether it's a match against Beast or match against Moxie. Um, but you know, Midnight Hobo Championship. You should be very proud. We're very proud of you. Um, and let's talk about Black Irish. I mean, and you know, all all members, as far as I can tell, most members, if not all, are part of the top twenty-five. Uh, definitely making an impact in RAWF. You're, I believe we're still the only faction that can say that at the present time, if I'm not mistaken. This is true. I mean, it is. It, it is incredible. You've got, of course, Iceman and Kelly going up against each other for a shot at the Platinum Dragon Championship tomorrow, uh, and that's going to be inevitable if, if all if all of you keep the pace that you've been keeping. You're, you're going to see Black Iris versus Black Iris matches, whether it be for contenders or championships. Uh, I'm sure all of you are aware and have discussed this before. I mean, of course. It, happen, it happens here, it happens in every company we're in. We, in. we end up facing each other at one point or another. And The, the great thing about it is uh, um, as, as much as I don't like to say there's no egos in Black Irish because that, that'd be a damn lie, um, but we don't let our egos get in the way of having a good time facing off against each other. And I mean, I'm certainly not going to go out there and not do my best against Liam or Kelly or IKP Laddie Buck or Cy Flad, but you know, at the end of the day, what matters most is that someone from Black Irish is going to win another belt. All right. Tell me about the one person we haven't gotten to talk to, at least here on the program, is Sive. And uh, he tomorrow he takes on the uh, unsettled Chris Cage for a shot at the Triple Crown Championship. How do you think he matches up with Chris Cage? Well, I mean, I'm I'm a bit biased, obviously. I I think Cyclops just terrific, and you really are missing out. Like he's a treat to chat with. I'm gonna have to do something about that schedule of his. Um, but at any rate, uh, I, I'm I'm fairly confident that you're gonna end up seeing a member of Black Irish represented in that Triple Crown match. We shall see. Should be a good. It should be a very interesting night, and I'm sure you'll be keeping a hot eye on that national title contender match. Um, would Would you like to weigh in on the whole platinum dragon chic thing that we've been talking about? I mean, I reckon it was pretty stupid of him. 
stupid. I mean, that, what, that's... What's, the po- what's, the, what's the point in winning a belt if you ain't going to hold on to it and take care of it? And of all the stupid things that you could do, you're going to go and mess up something that English made? Like, has he has he met English? I, no, I, that's a stupid question, too, because I know he has, because he keeps getting his ass kicked by him. Why Why on earth would you do something that you know is going to make so many people angry at you? Like, I, I get wanting heat. I get, oh, I'm the big spooky heel, and everyone should be afraid of me. But... I, I have an idea. I think I know answer. Oh, do you? Do you know vacant lad? The dumb. I mean, a raging case of the dumb. You know, as tempting as it is to agree with you there, I haven't haven't shared a locker room with the lad for so long. That's the frustrating thing is that he's actually quite bright. I mean, he's misguided and self-centered and egotistical, but he's not stupid. That's the frustrating thing. You could you could discount so much more of what he does if you could just be like, oh, we don't know no better. The only thing I can think is that he feels like he's going to prove some point, and uh, unfortunately for him, I think the point's just going to end up getting driven into a part of his anatomy he'd rather not have it in. Ladies and gentlemen, she is your Midnight Hobo Champion she is Mave O'Hare. Mave, thank you very much, and I'm, we'll see who it will be facing you at Black Friday for that Midnight Hobo Championship tomorrow. You reckon we will, Bossman. Thank you so much. Bye, Vacant. Bye-bye. And, you know, El Vacant, we, and I feel bad because we've been focusing on the fact that Teflon uh, broke the belt, but the truth is he also injured Lady Vex in the process, and that should not be uh, overlooked in any way, shape, or form, especially considering we know Vex is a vengeful soul. Uh, she is not going to take. She is not going to take that uh, lightly. She she will be coming for Teflon Sheik eventually as well. And uh, so, you know, having having some of the, the best in the be- above the best at RAWF coming at you, uh, you know, unfettered, if you will, because I have no intention on stopping any of them from hurting him very, very badly. Uh, Griffith, Paragon, Vex, anybody else, uh, he is going to be a marked man. He is a marked man in my book, and uh, he's got some of the best talent in RAWF coming after him all right next up ladies and gentlemen here's your reigning powerball champion uh so mark caliber the mysterious mark caliber uh if you will vacant you know he won the belt with the joker we saw him in action last week as cactus josh but on superstars last week he kind of hinted in a post post-match uh comment that maybe it's about time we saw, since we've seen the Joker, we've seen Cactus Josh, maybe it's time for the crow to rear his ugly head. Uh, let's talk to the man now. He is the reigning Powerball champion. He is.
Ladies and gentlemen, the mysterious Mark Caliber now joining us on After Hours. Good evening, Mark. Hola, señor. Good evening, L.A. Hola. So, Mark, let's talk about what you said on Superstars last week. Is it? Are we about to see the crow return after not seeing that aspect of your persona for a while? Well, it has been going through my mind as of late as, well, our minds, I should probably say. Tell you the truth, I think it's about time that the old Avenger, the old killer of killers, finally reemerges in the RAWF. I mean, don't get me wrong, Cactus Josh, the Joker, they've been, they've been pretty popular in RAWF as of late, no question about that. But truth be told, gotta say, what about me? What about me? Well, what about? I mean, I mean, it does seem like the crow has been, you know, put aside as the Joker and Cactus Josh have been for. So maybe, yeah, what about the crow? If that's what you mean, or if you're saying you as a whole, I'm I'm confused. Guess you could say a little bit of both, but again, this personality is that I've had for most of my life. Before the whole Joker thing, before the whole Cactus Josh thing, like I like I said, what about me? You know, I feel even though the other sides of my personality that they've they've gone over, so I kind of feel like the third wheel, the crow feels underrated, you know, underlooked, or overlooked for that matter. You know what? I'm sick and tired of it. Okay. Well, that being said, does that mean we're going to be seeing the Crow persona come forward in the future? Of course, I will have to go through my twisted mind and a little... With this style of a mind in my head, as usual. Speaking of which, like I like I told the Joker the, the first time I confronted him. Like you know, some people have said that I, that I was worthless. That I lost my guiding light. We all know what John Taylor did to my to my little buddy. But you know what? Like I told the Joker, I've always been the guiding light. I have always been the crow and yes paragon I, I see i see what you're talking about this is what you wanted since immortal and you know what i'm not giving up on the joker or cactus josh just yet i mean if they still want to see him they can see them but but as we said before i choose to be who i want to be and for the time being the crow like the phoenix is going to rise from the ashes I'm going to go do what I always do. I'm going to look down as I'm scouring the cities, see who's in trouble. And whichever victim I see, 
they're not going to see the end of the day. Well, Mark, right now, as I look at the Powerball Contender Tournament, after all the ter- after um, all the people were put into the tournament that picked the correct one one of the correct numbers uh, from our Powerball GM Razor, uh, we are down to five possible contenders for the Powerball Tournament. We have, first of all, could be our World Heavyweight Champion Mithras, the Title Machine, who is in the who is right now is in a quarterfinal match with Boney. So it could be either Mithras or Boney. Uh, three people have made it to the semifinals. You have Wildfire, you have Lady Vex, and you have Beast. Uh, those, so Mithras, Boney, Wildfire, Vex, Beast. Who would you like to see face you at Black Friday? That's a very good question, to be honest. And of course, we all know your history with Beast. So, I mean, yeah. So, no, no, no choice there, or you just you're just gonna wait it out and see who's next up. Sorry, I was. I'm checking to see if like this thing is still working here. The one that's you know the thing is this thing here is in front of my face. Hey, tech guy, can you check this out, please? But anyway, to probably answer your question, some of these guys and gals, I would actually like to face sometime in the future. Uh, Mithras, I have a little bit of history with them. Phony uh, from the Renegades, I'm pretty sure some of them kind of. Still want a piece of me. Uh, Wildfire is actually a really, a really good wrestler, to be honest with you. I've had the privilege of having her in Commonwealth Wrestling. Lady Vex, damn good wrestler. And of course, Beast. So far, between me and him, I think that just about evens the score. I think we're tied at two and two. So I'll tell you what, if he does win this tournament, I think a rubber match would have to be in place. Well, it might happen for the Powerball Championship. If he can get get through the Powerball Tournament, we will find out. Uh, but, Mark, good luck to you, and uh, I'm, a, I'm glad to see the Crow back. Oh, all right. So, L Vacant. Number one contendership for the World Heavyweight title tomorrow to be contested between the Immortal Griffith and the Hobo Ezekiel. Uh, do you have a, pr- a prediction, possibly, for that match? Who do you uh, think will face Mithras at Black Friday? Uh, I mean, if if history is one to speak, it's probably going to be Griffith. I mean, Hobo doesn't have the best record against Griffith. He's faced him a few times in the past. Mr. Excitement, Dan Levitan! Good evening, 
good evening, you vacant. How are you this evening? Dan, what, you, what, what is that in your hand? Oh, this? Oh, this just might be the control to Tobo Ezekiel's shot collar. Wait, why do you... You're not supposed to have that everywhere you go. You're only supposed to have that at ringside. Oh, vacant. Did, Gee. Uh, this is this is almost as bad as as the maestro. This thing this thing shocks. At, ho, he's been shocking hobo during the show earlier. Hey, look, you have no idea what he put me through just a few weeks ago. This is redemption. This is revenge. Uh, watch, this thing is great. I love it. Watch this. Oh! Uh, <laughs> did you just see him jump? Did you see that looked like jump? it hurt. Oh, what am I saying? I know that shit hurt. Don't, mm. <laughs> Amadeus, this was the best thing you could give me. And trust me, tomorrow when he faced Griffith for the World Heavyweight Championship... He comes anywhere near me, he's gonna get a shocking surprise. Cause I'm gonna turn up the amps on this thing. Oh Dan, Dan. I do not want you using that during his match unless he comes within five feet of you. Do you understand me? Oh, oh of course. Of course, LA. I would never, ever ever do anything to affect a world heavyweight title contender match. I well, I kind of promise. Kind of. Dan? Just, just watch him jump. I love this. Alright, Dan. That's enough. You've proven your point. Take that thing, get out of here, and leave Hobo alone for the rest of the night. Oh, all right, L.A. But like I said, he comes anywhere near me tomorrow, he's not going to have a sniff of that World Heavyweight Championship, I promise you. (sighs) Thank you, Dan. Ah, oh, L vacant. I, I, I've had enough. Of, uh, mm. I need another cerveza after that. Hold on, one, one cerveza coming up. How many have I drank so far? Uh, I think that's this will be number six. Six. Hmm. Wow. Eh, you were a drummer in the punk band. That should be nothing. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. I, you're right. Wow. I was a drummer, wasn't I? (laughs) All right. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, he is your reigning world heavyweight champion here in RAWF. Has been since January. So he's getting close to a 10-month title reign with the RAWF World Heavyweight Championship. Please welcome the one and only.
Ladies and gentlemen, he is the title machine. He is Mithras. Good evening, champ. Hey, boss, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Sorry, I've been uh, hanging out with Elsa and Candace a little too much. So, no, anyway, no, no problem, no problem, <laughs> champ. So, hey, I gotta, I gotta argue with you though. I don't think it's been since January. I, I, I no, I, February. No. I met, I met February, not January, February, okay. February. Yeah, so, all right. So it hasn't been that long. But, anyways, so uh, yeah, I just wanted to call in and, and congratulate. Uh, Maeve on a very good match and uh, I think we both know and the fans know that it got as close as it could you know has gotten in the past and uh, you gotta gotta respect that for her. and what I found interesting is that you know she's she's a midnight hobo champ and uh, you know who's that sound like um, so <laughs> in any event um, you know just wanted to, to say that and congratulate her on that and uh you know, thank you all for, for watching the match and enjoying the show. So Mithras, tomorrow, number one yeah. contendership match yeah. for a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship at Black Friday. It is between the Immortal Griffith and Hobo Ezekiel. Uh, and I you know you're, bo- you're familiar with both very much. Uh, who you're rooting for in this one? And, uh, you know, who would you rather, you know, what's are you rooting, who are you rooting for? Let's go with that. Too much. <laughs> well, one point of stat. One one point of order. Uh, the uh, title match, uh, the world title match between Dex and myself was in, actually it looks like March. Um, so it's even shorter time period. So I thought it just sounded too long. But as far as uh, the the contender match goes, um, I, you know, technically I shouldn't and don't have an opinion. Um, but I, I think a lot of people would find it hilarious if uh, uh, Hobo Ezekiel uh, was the opponent because I, I think that could be a really good match um, and really something that, that's never been seen before in RAWF, which is you know what I'm trying to do on everything is come up with new stuff uh, and just things that have never been done before. And I think having him in the ring with, with, uh, a, with a guy like me would, would be pretty – Pretty amusing. <laughs> well, considering what he's been going through with it, Dan the Man here, as you just heard, yeah. uh, it, it could get very interesting. Uh, but that being said, if it's the Immortal Griffith, it's the match that we were going to originally have at Immortal before it became a triple threat match uh, between you, Griff, and Paragon. That'll just be it. Could just be you and Griff one on one. Uh, so, talk, speak on the possibility of that being the match at Black Friday. Well, for both matches, uh, I'm thinking I'd like to ask it to be hardcore. Um, just again to add a little bit of excitement and, and difference to to things, and uh, I'll let the boss make that decision, make that call. But I think that could be pretty cool. Um, if it was hardcore, as far as going up against Griffith, uh, you know he's a pretty known quantity, a quality, uh, yeah, quantity uh, in RAWF. I mean, once he held like nine out of ten of the titles at this point, um, <laughs> kind of. Actually, I might be right, but anyways, um, you know he's he certainly is um, a, a known quantity and highly 
successful in RAWF. And, um, you know, like I say, I think it'd be cool to, to have a match with Hobo because, you know, Griffith and I have fought each other and, and the fans have seen it. They know it's a good show. They know what to expect, yada, yada. But they haven't seen me in Hobo. And at least not that I remember. It may have been a long time ago, but uh, we've not really crossed paths. And, and I think that just the, the difference between the two styles and, and, and everything, backgrounds and, and et cetera, I think would be really cool. But just, if, it's, if it's Griffith, it's Griffith. And, you know, he, he's a top, top dog. Should be at one hell of a match between the two of you, if that is indeed the main event at Black Friday. So, you gonna consider the hardcore thing? If it's Hobo Ezekiel, if you mean if Hobo gets by Griff tomorrow and both. is challenging you for the World Heavyweight Championship, you want I'm that match? Both. I'm saying either. Oh, you want either? If either no, of them, for, for whoever wins in in. The, our title match would be high hardcore no matter who wins. Okay, so you're saying you want a Fubar City street fight for the World Heavyweight Championship. Sure, yeah. At Black Friday, whether it be Griff or Hobo. Right, doesn't matter who. Hmm. I will take that under consideration. Yeah, but remember, boss, we're trying trying to bump those ratings up, make a lot of money from the sponsorships. I'm, you know, got... Got a lot of fans following us here, and uh, I think that would be a nice way to you know, change things up. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll, I'll let you know. I'll consider the matter and let you know next week. All okay, right? Have your people call my people. Yeah, have your people yeah. call my people. Well, you know. We'll, All right? Yeah, will do. No problem. <laughs> right. Mithras, the title machine, ladies and gentlemen, the reigning RAWF World Heavyweight Champion. He – uh he is going to be watching that match tomorrow between Hobo and Immortal Griffith. So, all right. All right. We got. Nope. Hold on one second. I really need to rename this guy's theme song so that I can find it a little easier. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, he's a renegade. He's an R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer. He is the one and only. Avenger, ladies and gentlemen. All right, good to hear you. How's it going? What's good. up? Oh, it's I, going quite well. I, I got, I got, I got. Oh, hold on. I got, I got to tell you. 
this redneck have you what have you done to this redneck label beer because it, it tastes a little different hmm it's the uh, it's the it was probably some of that Hall of Fame blend that I had because uh, I did give a uh, vacant couple of those a uh, couple cases of those just so you could uh, you know, so you could have that for special occasions and you know some days some days just being alive is a special occasion did you do that vacant did you give him some of that Hall of Fame blend I might have filled that fridge with the Hall of Fame blend it's possible yeah well then there you go. And you, I, I know I've, kick to it. I know I've I've drunk I've drank I've drink drinking uh, drinking a little too much when I start sounding like a specific clown that used to co-host with me. I'm sorry, right? Uh, ain't quite there yet, but I mean you're on your way. Oh, you're riding the road. I'm all, on my way to. Oh, never mind. Hey, oh so alright, I. You 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 fought a handicap match, but at mm-hmm. Graveyard Smash, and you you did you did well. You you held your own. You didn't win, but you held your own. You were you were your impressive impressive <laughs> impre- impress. What's the word I'm looking for, Al Vacant? Impressive. Yes, that. Um, well, I appreciate it. Yeah, it, it uh, it was it was actually pretty daggum close. Um. I had Seth down where he had all he wanted, so I just let him tag his buddy, and uh, I had him beat down. To, it was he was within about an easy set, so I was surprised Liam risked tagging him back in, but uh, he did, and uh, the risk paid off for him. You know, he helped. He, you know, he, Liam was able to hold me up, and Scott got the hit, and was able to. Both of them hold down, uh, hold me down long enough where you know that ref he got a he got an arm about as fast as a thirteen year old with a Playboy magazine, and uh, he got to count for him. And uh, you know I can't fault him, but uh, he's just trying to do his job. He's probably scared as hell wanting to get out that ring, but uh, that's okay. They, I think I did. If I did nothing else, I sent a message, and uh, that's more what I want to do anyway. All right. So well, it's a good match, you know. I did see you, uh, John, 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 with a member with Liam O'Shaughnessy earlier out there in the in the green room. Uh, are mm. you are you possibly looking with a, for a showdown with the Brick City Bard in the near future? <laughs> him specifically? Yeah. Well, I wasn't specifically seeking him out, but if you know he's if he's feeling froggy, he's more than welcome to jump. Uh, as are the rest of them, or any of them. This is getting a little bit more, a little bit different. Um, I'm starting to pay attention a lot more on what's going on. You know, you know me. I've been in and around, just having a lot of fun with some, just some fun fights and uh, get a title or two. Okay, great. If not, that's fine too. But right now, I'm paying a little more attention, and that's probably one of the most dangerous damn things that uh, they can hear. And uh, it's been. It's been one. It's been been a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun in that in that handicap match, and they just don't understand where the good old boys coming from, and that's okay. It's not for them to understand. It's uh, for them to experience. All right. Well, all right. I thank you very much. 
Uh, oh, dead gone it. Hey, hey, sorry. Boy, what do you want? Hey, Will. Where's your name? How did you get in here? I just come on into the front door because it was open. Well, how did, who let the dead gun front door open? What do you want? I just want to sing a song. Sing a song. I don't know if L.A.'s got time for that. Um, you got time for this kid to sing a song to you? Who is that? I think it looks like Buckwheat. I'm serious. I mean, it looks like Buckwheat off of Little Rascals. Oh, I, okay. Make it quick. Okay. Okay. I'll sing this song really quickly and uh, dedicate it to a certain person that uh, likes to likes to get in matches. Horns, ties, she times me. Okay, that's enough, son. That's enough. That's enough. Uh, thank you very much. Just get your juice box on the way out, son. Okay, have a good day. All right. Sorry about Thank that. Thank you, Arnold. Um, no problem. There's stuff going on in hey. my house. Hey, uh, Imadish. Yes, my sir. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but uh, you were talking about Ari's handicap match. And um, one of those guys, Scythe, I think it was, was talking about how me and, and Cyber Lynx had, had interfered in the match. And, you know, I don't think coming down to the match and giving Ari a thumbs up is, is interference. If I interfered in the match, Side would really know some interference. So I just wanted to add that to uh, RA's uh, scenario with that handicap match. Oh yeah, and to straighten up the record, uh, he said he, he said he beat me twice. No, he beat me in the first match and in the initial challenge, but on the rematch, I pretty much skull drug him around the ring. And you know, maybe the maybe the uh, paramedics told him to. You know, told him that he won just to keep him calm on the gurney, so he'd get him to the hospital. But no, nah, it wasn't even close. Anyway, back to you. <laughs> Amen. All right. All right. That was Redneck Avenger, ladies and gentlemen, RAWF Hall of Famer. Uh, looking to have a showdown with Black Irish somewhere, possibly Liam O'Shaughnessy in the near future. Oof. Uh, all right. Next caller, ladies and gentlemen, has a Triple Crown contender match tomorrow. Let me make sure I got that right. Yes, he is facing an up hot facing a, a newcomer in Hot Shot Chaz, and I'm sorry, it's for the Fubar City Championship. My bad. I, I'm, sir, these cervezas are really getting to me. But this man needs no introduction, needs no special song. He just needs to be told, "Sir, you are on the air." That's all I gotta be say, told is, "Sir, you're on the air." What about something big, warm-up thing? You know, like, here he is, the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable, the Great Red Dragon. And I didn't even do the effects because you just threw me off there. Thanks. How you doing, Amadeus? Fuck, you're back. I'm I mean, back. hi. No, I'm drunk, not high. Hi, hi. No, no, hi. Oh, well, well, that's fine. That's fine. How you doing? I'm doing good. You, sir... Or we'll be in a Fubar City contender match tomorrow against Hot Shot Chad. A shot Excuse the winner will... me? Look. Whoa. Language, man. Language. Hot Shot Language. Chad. Oh. I, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I thought you said hot shit. Oh. <laughs> See, I'm sorry. You got me, had me confused with hot shit and hot shot. 
because, you know, I was having a colonic. Uh, I'm over here in Pennsylvania, and I had a, you know, I had a colonic over here next door to Four Seasons Total Landscaping about an hour and a half, two hours ago. And it was great, you know. They uh, There was a lot of people outside. I don't know what they were doing out the back door back there, but, you know, the smell coming from the colonic room must have been amazing. You know, it was espresso bean day, and I was I, I felt pretty darn pleased about it. And uh, who 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 was it again? Hot shot Chaz. Oh, that's right. Wait, Sharon Sonny Bono's kid? No, it is not. What? Not not that Chaz. It's not Chaz Bono. No. Well, well, who the fuck is he? As I said, he's an up and comer here in RAWF. He's been making a little noise. Uh, you know that. Uh, you know that. I think that's he's a jazz guy. Uh, and that's two sexual innuendos, innuendos that you've done already. Up and comer and hot shit. But uh, you know, hey, uh, I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, not gonna kink shame. But okay, so I can't wait to get back in a title picture here. I mean, goodness gracious, it's been a while because you know, being greatness, I just kind of sit back and watched everybody and. You know, the newcomers come in, you know, the people that, you know, nobody's heard of. What was his name again? Hot shit? Hot shot. Hot right. shot. Look, I'm going to write it down, I promise, yeah, um, one yeah, day. No uh, Rudy! Rudy, write that down! Hot, no, not hot shit. Okay. I figured, hell, it works for RA. It can work for me. But anyways, I can't wait to be back in the title picture. It's going to be greatness come the next pay-per-view. Guys, you know, I miss gold. I love gold. And I can't wait. How you doing? All right. Fired up as always you are. Hot shot, right? Hot shot. Hot shot. Not hot shit. Hot shot. Sure. You're, not you're not sure. hot shot, not hot shit, not not and not, not re- and and not related to Cher or Sonny Bono, right? Right, exactly. You're sure? Yes, I'm positive. Okay. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you, Dragon. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable. He is the great Red Dragon. Good luck to you tomorrow, Dragon. All right. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, about time to call it a night. I'll make it. What? How many have I drank of these now things are here? Uh, that's, well, okay. I don't know if you realize you opened another one, but that's number seven in your hand. Oh, okay. Well, at least uh, I've got, so I got a six pack and, and plus one down. All right, cool. That That's, damn. All right, it is time for a promotional right. segment of the program, ladies and gentlemen. Dragon, kick us off. Is there anything you'd like to promote tonight? <clears throat> Dragon? I guess not. Never mind. Uh, Dev, anything you'd like to promote? You tonight? had me muted, you dumbass. Oh. <laughs> I, I was saying, yes, I want to pr- promote Enrique back there at the sex shop next to Four Seasons Total Landscaping. Get the colonic. Tell him you sent 
that uh, the great red dragon sent you is gonna be amazing. Oh, gonna be Wait, oh my god, I can't believe it. Rudy, don't tell me to ever do that impression ever again. Okay, y'all have a great night. See you tomorrow on RAWF Superstars. Bye. Thank you, Dragon. Dev, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Uh, no, I think I'm good. All right. IKP, anything you'd like to promote tonight? No, I'm good. Oh, this is easy. Maeve, <laughs> anything you'd like to promote tonight? Maeve? You know what? No. No, I'm I'm going <laughs> to behave myself. Cool. Thank you. Kelly? Real quick, I'm, um, I've, I'm prepared this time. Got the link in the chat. Desert Wrestling Empire Promotions are um, hiring multiple companies shown in the scene, so you can contact Chris Sharpstein for any um, advice at all. Hey, thank you, Kelly. Desert, what did you say? Desert, des, Desert Storm Wrestling. Desert Wrestling Empire Promotions. It's multiple companies like Mojave. Mojave Desert, Mojave Desert Hardcore Wrestling, and among other companies. So there you go. Ah, okay, cool. All on the scene. Uh, all right, all right. Would you like to promote tonight? Well, I think I give me that microphone. Hey, you, GRD, you son of a bitch. You, it's all because of you that I'm only the second handsomest voice and unstoppable. You son of a bitch! I'm coming to get you! Alright, I'm just going to promote controlling your staff. You son of a bitch! I'm going to get all my hands on you! Stop it! Okay, uh, sorry. Can you get some Excedrin? I'm going to promote Excedrin. I think we both need some. I don't drink and take Excedrin. It tends to have bad repercussions. But thank you. Paragon. Anything you'd like to promote tonight? <laughs> Check your inboxes. Uh, as soon as the Ultimate Gauntlet Championship match finishes, I will be starting a new season of the Ultimate Gauntlet. That means a brand new sign-up. I rarely do that, but the list has been dwindling down. We're almost out of people signed up, so I'm going to be sending out a company message. Thank you, Paragon. Very much. Judge. Judge. Hey, what would you like to promote tonight? I'm going to promote. Um, yeah, we're going to win our tag match tomorrow. we stars. I'll give you some context. All right, thank you, Josh. Okay. 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 Mark. Mark. Yeah. Anything you'd like to promote tonight? Uh, yes, actually. November 22nd, Commonwealth Wrestling will have its annual U2's pay-per-view. It's, a fan, it's fan, basically a fan interaction, but you can actually vote for the match stipulation. You can vote for any challenger to go up against a champion. I just posted a link to my review scene in the chat so you can go check it out. If any of you guys would like to vote on the poll, uh, that basically all the uh, things will be highlighted there. 
So go check it out. Oh, uh, L.A., before we go, before I go, there's something I've wanted to ask, but I completely forgot. Okay. Go ahead. How's your head feeling after I touch? It was good. Thank you. I feel great. Okay, so the uh, Alex's kick to the back of your head is uh, done and over with then? Mm-hmm. I don't remember what you're talking about right now, but I'm good. Good. Thank you. <laughs> I had a okay. All right. Now, Vacant, what would you like to promote tonight? I would like to prevent to promote the mute button. Use them. <laughs> promote what? Okay. Thank you, Elvacan. Mithras. Mithras, what would you like to promote tonight? Ladies and gentlemen, have you ever wondered what would happen if somebody took Griffith's approach in front of Griffith taking his own approach? Just a thought for the moment. Thank you, Mithras. And at least but not last, or... Last but not least, the immortal Griffith. <sighs> oh, I'll promote something. It's a nice and simple promotion. Teflon, get your affairs in order. Because the immortal's coming for you, and this time I fucking mean it. Well, that's great. Because... I might be drunk, but I'm still pissed. And Sheik, someone's going to kill you. I don't care who it is. Even if it has to be me. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. We will see you all here next week. We'll have we'll talk about po- who wins contender matches for shots at titles at Black Friday. We'll talk more about Black Friday and... Yeah, we'll talk more about what... Did I mention Black Friday, Vacant? I did, right? No. Oh, Black Friday, coming up the day after Thanksgiving, ladies and gentlemen. Our annual holiday pay-per-view. Be there. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Good night. <laughs>